to the podcast on Matters That Matter by Srinivas Patil. Srinivas is a certified energy auditor with more than two decades of experience in plant utilities, EHS, environment, health and safety and project management. With his competency, knowledge and experience, Srinivas helps industries in providing sustainability solutions, facilities assessment and project management of greenfield projects. Hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. Hello and welcome to the podcast Matters That Matter. In today's episode, I will talk about analyzing compressed air system. In the past episodes, I have shared my experience on compressed air efficiency with a focus on leakages. Now we will, uh, I will take you through a different aspect which are basic to compressed air system. The first is determining your compressed air needs. So many times we come to a conclusion that we need compressed air. But when we talk about the requirement of compressed air, there are two facets to it. The first is the quantity and the second is quality. Seldom we think of the quality aspects. Now, what do you mean by quality of compressed air? The quality of compressed air is the dryness of compressed air and the purity of compressed air. The dryness of compressed air is the moisture content in the compressed air. So if our process doesn't demand the compressed air dryness, we should not overdo the operation like drying of compressed air is again a process wherein a lot of energy is wasted and it increases the compressed air cost and in turn also increases the compressed air utilization. So we need to rethink on whether we need the compressed air dryness to that extent or can we reduce it, optimize it because there are several options of drying the air and just because the dryness should not drop. We should not go in for a solution that is too stringent. <laughs> the quantity of compressed air means how much compressed air we will be using and what should be the size of the compressor that we need to install. So a summation of all areas, a summation of the volumes that will be required all across the plant needs to be taken into consideration. But it should not be a blind summation all the requirements that have been put forth need to be assessed again because most of the time the requirement isn't actually justified many times it is it's used for trivial application that actually don't need compressed air but if we just blindly follow it we end up in having a compressor which is of a higher side and and such compressed air system design will result in higher energy utilization and subsequent costs the pressure requirement is another facet which needs to be give, given a thought while we decide the sizing of the compressed air. Sometimes we have only one application that demands higher pressure but the entire system pressure is increased or the compressor is bought for that system one application. So the entire system pressure goes up. On the other hand, pressure drops is also an issue which many uh, industries have to face. Now, a pressure drop means a drop in pressure fr uh, from the generating end until the point of use. This drop 
might result or might emanate from a different various reasons and those reasons have to be looked upon it also is an after effect of the poor design uh, the designing is not right so it is the the piping is undersized and it results in a pressure drop or the material which is used for uh, compressed air piping is not right the quality might be right but it after some years it ages and there is a lot of scale build up inside which results in increased friction and the pressure drop but because there is pressure drop instead of looking uh, or evaluating this aspect or assessing the reason for pressure drop the simplest solution what is thought is to replace the compressor this again ends up in increasing the compressed air cost and it's it's actually an unnecessary cost because the root cause doesn't lie in the compressed air, compressor it is in the distribution system so further there is a there are a few points which will actually help in focusing on the compressed air efficiency so i will share a seven step action plan to analyze and improve the compressed air system the first and foremost of course is getting acquainted with the system so uh, drawing a block diagram so once you draw a block diagram of the compressed air system which gives an idea so when we draw something on paper we get to get involved into it we also understand how where our compressor is how where how the lines are distributed and it will serve as a reference for us when we assess the system as we move through the plant the the second step is to measure your baseline the baseline includes measuring the kilowatt the pressure profile the demand profile and the leak load and calculate the energy usage and costs so this is this is possible uh, with help of instruments or many times this data is readily available on the compressor panel or if not on the compressor panel the panel which provides electric supply to the compressed air system it is better to work with a compressed air specialist to implement appropriate compressor control strategy by control strategy we mean balancing the demand versus supply so the compressed air control strategy can be devised appropriately once the controls are adjusted we can remeasure and get more accurate results so uh, we already had the best baseline now after adjusting we again check the data take more readings of the kilowatt and pressure and determine the leak load and recalculate the energy cost whether the costs are still on the increasing trend or uh, on the downward trend a walk through will help to assess the system more uh, properly because now we get to know how the compressed air network is distributed through which areas the lines are passing where the leakage is concentrated and which areas and a lot of opportunities get unfolded as we walk through the compressed air uh, through the entire plant so the intention is to reduce the cost improve the performance by identifying opportunities the next step is to identify and fix the leaks so though identification and fix leaks it seems to be a very simple word it doesn't there's a lot of gap in between the and actually separates to sometimes and fix leaks doesn't happen because once someone identifies you need to take action immediately on the compressed air leakages and this is a pain area because most of the time the maintenance team is involved in firefighting there are a lot of tasks for them to do and this fixing of leaks doesn't happen so the next time also we do the same task identify and fix the leaks 
fix the leaks is again something which is follows the procrastination lap and it never happens so it is better to identify a agency who can be doing this entire activity and get rid of this troubles and finally save the money and also the energy consumption is reduced it is not i instead of energy consumption i would rather bluntly say it's the energy wastage which is just by a result of our ignorance because we are not giving the due attention the compressed air system demands <laughs> so whatever measures have been identified in this walk through should be listed and after listing it a plan has to be prepared so that the implementation of the plan will result in reduction in compressed air utilization as they say what is what is the best way to reduce the compressed air cost well the best way to reduce the compressed air cost is to not reduce the comp- not use the compressed air as at all so setting of the compressor is the best way to reduce the compressed air so give a thought to it do you really need compressed air if you really need compressed air you need to uh, check whether the quantity and quality aspects which, which i mentioned earlier are given a deep thought hope this episode helps you in understanding the compressed air efficiency thank you hope you enjoyed listening to the episode do share your feedback with srinivas patil on shrinivas t patil at gmail.com thank you